Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Omaha Talks. I'm your host, uh, Parker Steele, hanging out with host Brandon Herbal. And today we have a uh, uh, a reunion guest. Uh, third time. Third time. Almost to the day, two years from our very first episode, Rachel Grace is on the show. Say hello, Rachel. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. Did you have any recollection of that like did you realize that when you were booking it i didn't i didn't i just thought you know it, it, it it's i didn't think about it this wild. morning i was like it was november wasn't it? yeah was like, yeah well yeah. i'm obsessive with dates so i had that yeah already. yeah it's crazy no i i hadn't just um but it's always cool to check in with you you know it's always fun to hang and talk at, uh about stuff we started off talking to you about food so I thought it only appropriate that on this episode, we start off talking about food. If you don't know, listeners, Rachel wrote a book, um, Omaha Bigger Than Beef was published in 2015? 2015, almost, to, so it was November 2nd, so there we go. we're all just anniversaries There we go. this month, uh, so four years ago. Already. A lot of chronological coincidences She's like Rain Man today. with the, the dates, too. <laughs> so... Uh, Check out Rachel's book. You can get it on Amazon or buy it probably wherever books are sold in Omaha, right? I was actually just at the Jocelyn Museum and just kind of browsing their gift shop and like did a double take when I saw my own book no a couple kidding. months ago. Yeah, That's perfect because if you live in Omaha, you need to check in with the Jocelyn. And when you're there, why not kick out a couple pennies for a great book? Huh? It's free too, isn't it? Like it is still, free. Right? I think, I think so. that stops at some point, but it someone does. invested enough money that... Like a private... Rich donor, I guess, just pay the admission for like yeah. years. That's Which, wild. How badass is that? That's like a shining point of philanthropy for me. I'm all about the Jocelyn, and it's I, amazing. you know, I had just joined as a member when they announced that oh, it was going bummer. to be free. So I was a little like <laughs> slightly annoyed, but uh, hey, you know, whatever. I know when I uh, when I went back to school, I was taking uh, an arts and humanities class with a lot of you know, teenagers and early 20-somethings, all from Omaha that I, to my understanding in this class, and we had a quote-unquote field trip to the Jocelyn where you were supposed to, you know, go look at everything and find a painting that you like. And I was like, ah, I already know. I go there a lot. I know what I want to do. Well, I, I just think it's important that we go with the class, you know. And I was with people that grew up in this town that had never been there before, and it made me a little upset. That's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Not cool, guys. I've made definitely not cool, guys. Have you, have you taken the family there? Like, I've definitely taken the kids. No, I respect society. Oh, so, true. I guess yeah. uh, taking my two-year-old just not. I a guess good yeah, idea. a little too young at this. Yeah, m- yeah. but I've of taken, course, definitely yeah. for sure. When kids are old enough, they will be dumping as yeah. much heart into their brain as possible. Yeah. You know. But anyway, great book. <clears throat> Super, I mean, even if you are from this town and you think you know everything about Omaha food, and da, 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 I bet you don't. I bet you don't. And Rachel did the legwork for you. So check out Omaha Bigger Than Beef. Um, but here's where the irony comes in. Rachel, author of Bigger Than Beef, no longer partakes in the consumption of, uh, of animal flesh. It's true. Yeah. It's yeah. really, you know, it's crazy. But yeah, I think I... I feel like I've had my fill over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. I've had enough al pastor tacos, enough chicken fingers. Yeah. Two, enough al pastor. <laughs> well, what you find when you don't eat them is that, you know, 
you've had enough. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. But um, it's actually really easy um, yeah. to not eat meat. I don't really think about it a whole lot. You kind of miss out on, you know, like the barbecue places and mm-hmm. that, whatever. But, you know, it's super easy. And I actually, you have to kind of put more emphasis on like what spices you're using and like sure. how fresh your vegetables are and whatever. So there's plenty more to Do you cook on. more at home now? A little bit. Yeah. I'm still really bad at it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It seems like, um, because I've even like in the last year, like I don't need to eat meat with every, you know, there doesn't need to be an animal protein with every single meal. <clears throat> it's just, you just don't need to, especially not when you're like not a power lifter or something ridiculous, a professional, you know, you just don't. And actually a lot of professional athletes, as a matter of fact, the Diaz brothers, MMA guys, vegan, vegetarian. vegetarian. Yeah. They're on to something. Tides yeah. are shifting. No, yeah. I mean, and I think actually, even though I really do like Al Pastor, I have like, I, honestly, the last couple of years where I'm at a point where I'm like, I just kind of, it meets, it's okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's always there because it's just like the easy go-to, but. I would uh, argue that uh, it's not actually the meat itself that you enjoy. Like with the tacos, it's more just the insane spices and things like that that are kind of make it what it is. And it's not the flesh itself. And yeah. so not that I'm real big on weird fake meat or anything, but there's, you know, super. Well, can we just it. be honest? I mean, meat is a wonderful vehicle for salt and fat. Yeah. And there are other vehicles for salt and fat. Yeah. That's, that's what's going yeah. on. My friend Katie and her husband, Scott, have been vegetarian for I mean, at this point, probably four years. But yeah, it's like sauces and spices. Mm-hmm. The you know the vessel of that with like tofu or uh, you know uh, seitan and all these other things. Like yeah, it's the texture too. Like you can get the same thing. So I don't yeah. know. I get yeah. a little tripped up when I can't like put you know bacon lardons in my sauce anymore or whatever. But you figure it out. You and I used to have this conversation. When we would talk about that, do you remember this? Uh, probably. Yeah. And I, we did a couple occasions, and it was just like I think that pork would be the hardest thing to give up because you're not just giving up pork chops; you're giving up the little again, bits. You're going back to al pastor. You're going to ribs. You're going to pulled pork. You're going to lardons. You know, like all sausage, like all pork it's, belly. It's like yeah, I mean, it's it's a whole thing, and that's. I, we both agreed that that would be the hardest thing to give up because it's just a blanket. It's not like ground beef. It's like ground beef is ground beef, you know? Although some would argue that it's like life. It's delicious. Mm. I recently went to my very first Husker football game. You did? I've only almost been here 10 years and, you know, just I've decided lived here my to whole go. I've never been. <laughs> I don't care. And, yeah. um,. <laughs> Uh, I can't say I care, you know, but I went and it was fun. Yeah. And um, the only kind of pizza you can get in the entire stadium is hamburger. Like they don't even have cheese. Runzes? Mm. They got runzes. They have runzes, yeah. But like Valentino's is the only pizza and it's only hamburger. And it's so funny asking, do you have any just plain cheese? What? No. And so I think bringing up ground beef, like some people actually really like love it i get yeah it, it, the my problem with that like version of it's like that carpet meat <laughs> you know what i mean like it's like and i worked at valentino's as a kid like i've seen the carpet meat you know and it's like oh as a small child at valentino's yeah i mean like it's at, not what, five? it's not it's anything cute. it's not anything to get excited about but you're right people do go nuts for it so well, i really this brings up another top this came up last night and this is a Midwestern thing. I don't know that you'll know what we're talking about. Maybe you haven't either. A couple things. One, Italian runzas. Did you ever have it? 
Never. Whoa. What? Never. So like, it was like 90s, like when Ninja Turtles were like awesome and like everyone loved pizza. It was like Italian spices. <laughs> Back and when mar- everyone loved pizza. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in the 90s when it was like a thing because yeah. it really was. Book it was popping yeah, off. Yeah, fucking book it, Pizza yeah. Hut. Yeah. But it was like marinara and like Italian spices and then your normal like just hamburger meat in a runza. I mean, that sounds like, delicious. It was amazing. And they came, they came back like two years ago for like a month. But that was like childhood, like for wow. sure. Well, see, I've got a weird thing with runzas. And then I have another thing after this, but yeah. My, my weird thing with runzas is when I was a little kid, I, but I German grandmother would make German food every, every so often. And I had like, I got the flu the day before the runzas got done. And I was convinced 10-year-old Parker was convinced. I'm like, those runzas made me sick. I can't eat runzas. Oh, bummer. It has stuck with me, man. Like, even, like, drive past runzas and see the sign, and I'm just like, ooh. The last one I had when I was writing the book, actually, I was pretty ill for, like, three days. They have have vegetarian ones. I heard, and I will will try that. I, myself, am known to make, like, a stuffed cabbage Mm. of, you know, from my Polish roots with, like, a crispy mushroom instead of meat. Super good. So you can do it. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if you eat them all the time, then I think you become conditioned to the after effects. And that's fine, too. For that's sure. crazy, the Italian Runza, though. I don't know. Very few that. people know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I I'm mean, like, I, for years, it was around for like so, that sounds five good. or six years. That sounds like a like a, a, a fancy hot pocket. And who is going to turn that down? The second thing that this got brought up into this other similar, but not similar, just because it was pizza, but pizza burger. Do you remember having those at like, it was like a bar food? I don't. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, nothing. Uh, From where I come from, there's a pizza cheesesteak in Philadelphia that's on many menus. It was like. You can imagine what mm, it is. It was like like a frozen breaded patty of like beef with mozzarella with like a slight breading in Italian seasoning, slight breading, and then mozzarella on top of it, and then pizza sauce. Okay. On a bun. Sure. But. Yeah, I was talking with my brother-in-law, and like he, he's like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I think, I don't know. Speaking of vegetarian, what would be totally passable is like a round mozzarella stick on a bun with sauce. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Oh, Fuck yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Man, whenever we get pizza from anywhere, from anywhere, I always ask for a side of marinara sauce because I want to dump all of it in my face. going to get doughy-eyed real quick. <laughs> talking about pizza. Because what is better than a red, a good red sauce and good bread, maybe a Nothing. little bit of cheese? That's it. That's all I need. I mean, it's so, so good. I could go vegetarian if that was a, a ready option. See, I, do you <laughs> eat a lot of cheese? Well, I try to not completely replace all the meat in my life with cheese because I would probably have already had a heart attack. But right. um you know, yeah, it yeah. kind of winds up that I wind up eating cheese because, like, a lot of things on menus, it's like you can have mac and cheese, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I just but. like I like cheese, but it's not like like I love cheese. Same, like, yeah. Missy loves cheese. Like a lot of people just love it, and I'm like, I can. Oh, I am a light good. cheese kind of. I don't guy, mind yeah. it, but I don't need it. I mean, working around it for so long, like working in. in, in in bars that did the meat and cheese thing it was like at the end of the day it was like the last thing i wanted to look at was a meat and cheese tra- i was just like i just i can i can hear 
you know, I can feel arteries hardening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with, especially with like uh, cured meats and cheese, it's just like, ooh. The we're... congealing right before your eyes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, it tastes great, but oof. <laughs> maybe, dear cardiology department. Yeah. Your doctor <laughs> asks you how your diet is. You're like, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. fine. A lot of apples. <laughs> can I just ask quick hits right now, two years later from probably the first time we asked this, favorite pizza place in Omaha? Go. Like today. Doesn't have to be forever. Mine is tasty pizza. Wait, is that the uh, little house? It's in the little house on Leavenworth Street. It's I've like never been there. But Missy uh, has a coworker that she uh, worked with at Hay Needle that like he goes there like three times a week, like loves it and it's swears so by it. But I've never been. Well, so we've been offered tasty pizza. Uh, my son and I hang out with another dad and his kids during the week, and we've missed pizza day several times now and it's always tasty pizza so apparently oh. the universe doesn't want me to have that pizza because i might like it too much so I, i'm gonna have to go back to it this I mean, is kind of weird <laughs> i know i know and i mean i lived in that neighborhood for years but it was like whenever we tried to get it they had limited it hours. hours yeah yeah but um uh, i gotta go back to noli's i just do like a couple slices and a little salad i love Jeez. it i'm big <sighs> into it Orsi's. Orsi's is Orsi's tight. Is good. But I see, I get the, and I think maybe I mentioned, well, I said mama's pizza. I just like thicker, like, I don't know, square situation, but the Gouda Rooney, I don't know, pronouncing that right. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I do. No, it's like that a shit is awesome. kind of thing. Am I it's right? like, it's like basically a pizza, but they put like thinly sliced potatoes on it. Uh-huh. Okay. And then it's just like, essentially the rest of it's just a pizza, like marinara, mm-hmm. whatever topping you want, but just like on like a breaded, like a braided dough i don't know it's good but it's in like a sheet okay it's like square but that shit is awesome you have to respect the square sheet because that's how pizza was originally done and orsi's as we know from the sign has been around since 1917 and uh doing it that way yeah i don't think pizza was really a thing for a while until the 50s so they existed for the first Couple of Ninja Turtles, like I said earlier, <laughs> as a uh, you know more as a bakery, but then right. once pizza kind of came out, right, um, in America, it they started doing pizzas, and it was always in that sheet pan kind of thing for a while. Well, can I think? What well, God? Well, I was. I just want to ask a question: Who is still eating Pizza Hut? I know people are; they still exist, but I never hear so like, oh, we got some Pizza Hut pizza. I think because the kids and the age and the easiness of it, I fucking Papa John's can. Fuck off. That's terrible pizza. I hate Papa John's. Did you guys know that Casey's is number five in the country for sales? I believe it. It's pretty good. It is good. It's pretty good. It's right behind the big four. Their breakfast pizza? Domino's. Yeah. Have you ever had their breakfast pizza? Uh, Gravy? Yeah. Eggs? Like, dude. What? Dude, we. But Pizza Hut, we definitely eat it once in a while, but it's out of like quickness and convenience. But I don't like it. But it's just. Well, I was going to say, it's just funny. You just don't see, like, the brick-and-mortar pizza huts are disappearing all over the place. You know, they're turning into this thing, which is kind of sad, but what are you going to do? There's some... Did they have those here where all pizza huts were the same, like, shape of building? Oh, yeah. And you can kind of say that used to be a pizza hut. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Now those are all Chinese restaurants, for the most (laughs) part. A lot of them, yeah. Yeah. Sad. The ones in Grand Island. Yeah. No, for, like, yeah, Chinese and a Mongolian grill. Um, I think Pizza Hut is still, for some, considered like the pinnacle, like yeah. the thing, you know, the barometer. I think Domino's like came in there for a bit with the like, I don't know, it's cheap and it is good, but 
I just I feel like if I am gonna order pizza, I'll go to like a local place still, even if it is a Godfather's or a Valentino's. Just we'll we'll do a Domino's every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. But, yeah. but Papa John's. Though, do you guys like? No, yeah. it's been yeah. so long. It's I don't so think bad. I could have an opinion on it. It's been a long, long time since I've had a Papa. They had John's. one at the in the basement of Mutual of Omaha, and once in a while, you know, he just and Papa John himself had a couple lines runners. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, their pizza is dog shit. I, I think it. it's really yeah. When you, what was the tagline? Better ingredients, better pizza. Yeah, lies. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. the last yeah. time I had it a couple of years ago, it was like notably disgusting. Yeah, so. yeah. no, like terrible. Where? Garlic sauce, the garlic dipping sauce. That was baller. Like, can that, I just get yes. that? For can I just like? Right. I'm gonna oh, get the pizza from somewhere else. But hey, can I like get a couple of those free? Uh, <laughs> better ingredients, better pizza wildly racist ceo that's that's the new tagline that's the updated version oh it's terrible how about you rachel i mean you 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 said tasty pizza but if you're gonna go like og uh commercial what what would you do hmm. we know it wouldn't be papa john's well the big four you know is is Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, and Little Caesars. I believe in that order for sales in the country. Don't fact check me. I think I read it on the takeout or Serious Eats, one of those like national food blogs. Um, If anybody wants to fact check me. But I think Domino's would be the one that I would say. Uh, Who doesn't like the pizza tracker, the original? Um, It's amazing. I have a few of those garlic sauce cups kind of stashed in my fridge for the next time I... Yeah. Have you know a frozen pizza or whatever? Yeah, that's kind of like you know. That's a huge point right there. The condiments involved with the pizza that are at the ready for Domino's, that's a big plus for me because mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like oh you're masking the flavor profile here. Like come on, Little Caesars though is pretty good. It's been again. It's Dude, been so long. I can't hot eat. and ready, and it's so right. good. And then they have this little the their square like lunch deal. It's two slices soda. Don't drink soda anymore. And uh, I think, or it's just that, but it's five bucks. It's or a fucking hot and ready, five bucks. Like, right. It's cheap. It's it's pretty good. Whenever yeah. I have these conversations, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but what goes through my head is the you know comparison of how it feels going like in me, which is usually pretty good, you mm-hmm. know, delicious pizza mm-hmm. at the moment, and then how I feel for the days after. Yeah. And it's just kind of there is a notable as I get a little older. Uh, I'm not quite as resilient. So. No, no <laughs> man. No, for sure. And I'm so glad that Godfathers hasn't come up in this conversation because I think Godfathers is... I don't even think it's food. I don't. I, <clears throat> again, I worked at two pizza places as a kid, Godfathers and Valentino's, and I'm telling you guys, like, it was just... Oh, Wait until oh. you uh, take the kids to uh, Incredible Pizza Machine. Or oh, any I'm place sure. like that, because that is definitely not food. That shit is like literal swarmed up garbage. Yeah, not not good. There is one. I am going home uh, to Philadelphia in a couple weeks for Thanksgiving for an extended trip, and there is a frozen pizza called Elio's. Uh, raise okay. your hand if anybody's ever heard of Elio's. It's only available like on the you know East Coast, whatever, in your freezer aisle. But um, it is not delicious by any mm. means, but it is something that I consume for like 10 years straight yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that, uh, um, somehow I didn't die. So like, you know, it must have some oh, I might catch up. merit. Yeah. But um, I'm really like abnormally excited to eat Elio's. Yeah, I get that. You know, it's like when a, uh, 
living with dude roommates back in the day, and every once in a while there'd be like a, a Jack's pizza or a tombstone pizza would come to the mix. And it was like, you weren't going to reach for it or be excited about it. But when you're reading, it was like, Oh yeah. Party pizzas. Oh yeah. Is that Tostino's? Yeah. 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 That's They're definitely... like 50 cents or some shit. Yeah. Like, they no, cannot be no food it's should like be that cheap. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just to bring it back to the vegetarian thing for a second and frozen pizza world. One mm. thing, just a little tip for y'all. A lot of times you can't just get a plain cheese frozen pizza. It's like a four cheese or a five cheese. Yeah. And it's like the mm-hmm. weirdest cheeses. Like yeah. I don't want Asiago and Havarti on my freaking pizza. No. So what I do, unfortunately, is I get the normal pep and I pick the peps pick off. off. Because you know what? Like yeah. five cheese is gross. Yeah. I agree. Well, so. and why are we putting uh, Asiago? Asiago is not a melt cheese. It's not. It's something you shave on a salad. Well, and let's be real. The cheese that... I mean, is it even cheese? Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think they like recruited legit. it from the fucking cheese master in yeah. northern Italy. Like, no, it, it's like what, what it, we put more salt in this one and a little more milk. We can move in off the, the pizza thing, but we've been trying to eat a little more uh, keto. I don't really care. I with when I my intermittent fasting, it doesn't like bother me so much on what I eat. But we made uh, pizza, and the crust was eggs. Ooh. Oh, okay. So it was like four eggs. The ingredients were like four eggs and like Parmesan. You mix it up to like bake it for like 10 minutes. And then you put your toppings on and then bake it for like another 15. Yeah. And the eggs legit tasted like crust. Hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, I've done the cauliflower crust before. Yeah, but yeah. this was all like uh, just kind of like a like a fried egg situation. Keto. But, <sighs> I'm not have- into it. Y'all may have seen the memes about like, don't bring cauliflower wings to my house, or yeah. you're not invited. Yeah, but, like, I've never they're pretty them. good, man. No, they're never delicious. Roasted cauliflower is awesome. Yeah, cauliflower rice. Been eating the shit out of that. Love it. I'm yeah. so glad that it's the vegetable of 2019 because I'm so over kale. Oh, I know, I know. I I think it's, and the year before that, it had to have been Brussels sprouts. You know what I mean? Like, and they just do them to death, which I love. I was always that kid that was into eating vegetables. They were never gross to me. I do but, like Brussels sprouts, but. But going to a restaurant and paying 16 bucks for roasted fucking Brussels sprouts. A get out of about here. That, get you know? out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going to do it. You know, I'm going to do it. But come on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, while we're on the topic of, of uh, takeout food and whatnot. I am always on the hunt for delicious Chinese food. Always. Mm. I'm always. Never ending hunt, huh? Never ending hunt. And of course, everybody's got their, this is the best, this is the best. But it's just like tacos. There's always a guy in the room that's a fucking expert. Well, it's a subjective experience, A. And B, I know about three happiness. I love it. Penis press? I love it. Yes, penis press. Which they just got a new sign. They did. It's really sad. It's no longer penis red. Damn it. (laughs) I think they're not that good. I think every sauce, I think maybe we've talked about this before. Probably. But their vegetarian dishes are the best. The best. Out of anything else, because I feel like everything else on the menu, it's just the same brown, Mm -hmm. like, Soy sauce type sauce, and it's just well. Like, that's what that's what I'm saying. It's it's like a it's like the done to death American version of of whatever whatever. I think it's always a rice bowl versus three happiness right. situation. And rice bowl also not that great, but they're uh, they're breaded uh, like their sesame chicken or peanut butter chicken, like the bread to chicken ratio. Yeah, which is always a thing. Is very good on the chicken side, and it's not you know like you get fucking really bready. 
crusties. Chicken, like, yeah. I don't know. That's like every place, but their they're bread to chicken ratio is good. Well, there's the new joint. I don't know if you've been there, Rachel. Uh, is it Blue Fly? Um, oh, yeah. On a 72nd. I've not been there. I've heard great things. Haven't tried it. I think it's geared a little bit more to the authentic side, I'm which sorry. is fine. I'm just super skeptical. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've not been there, so I don't know. What yeah. is it? I don't know even know if I know what you're talking about. It's a, it's a, uh, I think they opened maybe maybe a year ago on uh, 72nd Street next to, in between, kind of across the street from Nebraska Furniture Mart. And uh, I, I've heard good things, but again, I don't know. Uh, and you've not had it, but you're skeptical. You're on the I fence. have not had it. Um, Chinese, I kind of was going to Grand Fortune way out west next to Twin Peaks Okay. for a while. It's got a dim sum menu they have okay. to ask for. It was pretty pretty good overall, but uh, and then closer to home, China Song, mm-hmm. right next to the DMV and South Fiftieth. Yeah, uh, and they would deliver to Oliver's Pub. Really, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. I, I once, wish I would have known that four years ago. Well, I once sat there and saw the same delivery guy come four times because every time <laughs> he would show up, someone would be like, "Oh, oh that yeah, sounds really good. good." Yeah, yeah. Oh man. And so, <laughs> you know, yeah. but yeah, they were they were pretty good. And there's a couple others, but I just think some might say that you know, if you're trying to find good Chinese in Omaha, you might just be slightly out of luck. There's your, another place on South 84th. I can't remember the name right now. It's what's the one good. on 72nd that's in an old village? Golden or Jade, uh, Crystal Jade, Crystal Jade. Jade. That place is it's pretty good, and their vegetarian and vegan menu is too big of a menu, man. I agree with you, man. Yeah, I think it's too big. When when I see a a giant, when there's like fifty dishes on a menu, I'm like, oh. And so maybe I might have just had like the bad thing because obviously they can't all be good. I always get the the same thing. thing. Yeah, it was it's good what I've had there. Big menu topic. Missy just went to Wheatfields. Huge menu. Massive. All pretty good, though. I have not had a bad thing there. Really. But they're not doing I mean, anything daring. Sure. It, you know, I mean, it's a bakery, so sure. they're not like... Yeah, it, it's, yeah I mean, it, they're yeah, not reinventing the wheel, and it's no. all basic stuff, but it's all really good. I don't know. <laughs> Huge menu. <laughs> it's like Oops. 10 page. It's like a book. Like, it is. It is. Yeah. I know. Um, I, I did go to the uh, uh, Burmese joint on uh off of Cass on like 75th and Cass of course I can't remember the name of it right now uh and it was good kind of a uh, a departure from the typical Thai Vietnamese fare you know a little different region uh but I can't remember the name of it so who cares has um, anyone been to across from Lisa's radio cafe it's Bhutanese um no it's called Garung Brothers no I might be mispronouncing that I haven't been I- down that area in a long time it's a grocery but like yeah. there's a little eatery off to the side and you tried it uh yeah i mean i went through a phase where i was eating it like twice a week nice super good That's i awesome. the last couple of times i went the dining room part wasn't open so that was a little confusing okay but, um, so i can't vouch if you know what's going on right now but it was really good okay so rachel you lived in new york city for how long in like a year like a year okay now would you sit here and tell me to my face that New York City blows New York City Chinese food far better than anything we get around here. I mean, would you do that? I mean, I feel like you have to really just look at what your standards are because it's all the same kind of like 
I mean, there's a place I used to order from in New York. I, for a hot minute, lived in Washington Heights, way in North Manhattan. Okay. Um, so two blocks from my house, you have like this real hole in the wall, like they very often are. And you just get chicken and broccoli Yeah. with yeah. white rice. Like, what is that really? Like, mm-hmm. how good can it actually be? And why is the weird curly chicken, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Like, the weird Chinese food like, yeah. curls up it's at the wrapped ends. Up, yeah. Like, why would one be any better than another? Yeah. I think the sauce has something to do with it. For and sure. why, like, the chicken broccoli at Rice Bowl, for example, is, like, light-colored. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of confusing to me because typically it's more of the soy sauce mm-hmm. situation. Right. And I think it's just, like, these little differences mm-hmm. in recipes that make one thing better than another. But I don't think there's, like, a gigantic difference. I, I also I think, think the amount of places that are there, too. Like, yeah. I mean, it's all... There's just so... Everybody's got a spot. That's one of the things that always annoys me, like having these kind of conversations when somebody tries to tell me, like I experience it most with Chinese food and with authentic Mexican food where it's like, well, you need to go to this, you know, and it's like, well, I'm sure you like it. You know, I'm not poo-pooing it, but again, it's subjective experience, folks. Yeah. I want to change gears entirely. What? Oh, shit. Um, we have talked... Not entirely. I'm hungry. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually have not had lunch yet. Um, so we, we talked about... You know, Rachel, you kind of lived all over the goddamn place, but uh, you've lived in Berlin at several points. hmm Okay. Now, living in Berlin, obviously, you're probably not coming across very much Mexican food. Well, what's funny is... Uh, so this is already almost 10 years ago that I lived there. Right. But in the wow. year, the times that I've visited, uh, there's been much more of a kind of growth of Mexican because of all the expats okay. from North America. Sure. There's been more and more. But like what you consider Mexican and what is actually... Like a burrito. It's, yeah. you know, there's a few places in Berlin that uh, there's kind of like a Chipotle style one called Dolores. That was really popular when I was there that was not in any way kind of, you know, authentically Mexican, but definitely filled my need at the time. Right. Um, Germans don't really like super spicy food. So it's been an interesting evolution. But Berlin being so full of people not from Berlin, Mm -hmm. um, it kind of was growing as time went on. In general, for the rest of Germany, if you want to consider something Mexican, usually there's corn on it, Mm. which is really funny, Mm. (laughs) like corn kernels. Okay. Super weird. Yeah. Anyway. I, when I went to the, the UK, I remember having a burrito. That, yeah, it's all like few and far between. And it's just like more, I think now, like the internet just to be a little more open to like cuisine and like what else is out there. And like just. It's pretty the, hot like, right now. Mexican food seems to be like at the forefront of a yeah. lot of like street tacos. And the, I mean, Bourdain yeah. and uh, and everybody else on television probably helped. I mean, out. I've seen probably like a hundred YouTube little shows about tacos. Yeah. Street tacos. Taco like, tracks yeah. and street tacos. And I yeah. watch all of them, I, even though it's all pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But. Yeah. You know, I've always, what's so interesting about it, why I ask is because, you know, what we, your traditional, um, what we perceive as traditional Mexican cuisine, the street tacos, the El Pastor, that stuff, total Mediterranean influence, like that, a lot, like the cilantro and El Pastor itself. And gyro meat are like yeah. step cousins. Like yeah. they're 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 in the same tribe. Totally. Berlin, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, that's what I think is so funny um, is how you know you see I don't know how that just kind of like wraps around 
as far as Mediterranean influence, it, it just kind of is everywhere. Like it's like, I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. And even like stuff like cilantro, like that was totally a Mediterranean thing. There wasn't, I don't think Central America, there was sprigs of cilantro on stuff until around the Mediterranean influence came in, you know, let alone logs of meat, you know, on spitfires. Yeah. So, and also, interestingly enough, mariachi music, German influence. What? German explorers who were also musicians, I'm paraphrasing this story, that sound, the polka beat, why that is so prevalent in Central America is because of Germans hmm. being in Central America and playing music. And they picked it up and, and ran with it. Yeah. So hence the whole, you know, I yeah. wondered if there, if there was any kind of feedback as far as or whatever. Well, if I know that th there's things like, you know, the Negro Modelo being a Austrian your recipe originally or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And we the, might want to fact check this, but and I think the, that's thing. the Boheme. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I was always like, why is this Mexican beer named yeah. Bo Bohemia? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. So I mean, you know Exploring. It's just exploring. Yeah. Nobody was hurt. It's yeah. fine. Right. Yeah, I'm sure it all went down really <laughs> smoothly. Really, yeah. Um what else as far as like like when I know it's been a decade or so, but like like let's say a native Berliner you know, what's what's their uh, exotic food? Because, it, you know, for an American, it would be like, oh, I tried Cantonese or I tried French cuisine. You know, that'd be a big jump for an average American. What's a big jump for a Berliner? Like, what's far out for... Well, I think Mexican, you're on something, a, you know, yeah. as far as kind of how it's grown over the last few years and yeah. popularity there, um, for sure. That is an interesting take, like in other countries. Like, what's their weird yeah you know i um yeah. i mean berlin definitely is really multicultural there's uh last time i was there i went to a, like a fancy indian place okay which there's a really really good representation of indian food in germany overall right but um just the sort of like fanciness of it and not it's just being like a little eatery right. was kind of interesting to me so yeah, I know I had a um, a professor at UNO and she grew up in North India and she was always frustrated that there wasn't Northern Indian cuisine in the States. She's like, it's all, it's, a, it's the same menu everywhere. And I was like, yeah, I didn't really think about that. Of course there's different, you know. With India being so huge. I remember once interviewing the folks at Curry at okay. 74th and Pacific yeah. and they were saying that because of their community of folks that they really tried because they have a huge menu mm -hmm. at least last time I checked and they were trying specifically to represent all areas of India and I was okay. like cool that's a lot Big to task. do <laughs> you yeah. know but yeah. they're still open so I yeah, they are. something. I just go there for lunch but it's yeah. good. their lunch buffet is awesome yeah dude I will try anything I mean honestly there, I've never had I've never had a a Thai dish or an Indian dish. I, I've never had anything that I didn't like. I can honestly say regionally, like as far as international stuff, I've only had, there've been a couple French dishes that I was like, mm, probably won't try that again. Have you ever <laughs> yeah. had chicken feet? I'm kind of SOL with French at this point in my life. Are without you? Without eating uh, meat. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. not a whole lot you can really do with that. Yeah. I've never <laughs> had chicken feet. I've never had, uh, or I, I've had, Frog legs. I'll never eat that again, just because I've 
caught frogs as a kid. Like, it, that's just yeah. not something I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to eat reptile, man. So I tried chicken feet probably about a month ago. And flavor wise, not bad. But the, the instructions, if you look at online, because we had a look to see, like, what's, you know, how do you get your bang for your buck out of these things? Sure. You've got to chew each knuckle and, like, suck and, like, get, like, it's more of just a flavor thing. You're not really yeah. getting, uh, like, meat or any, it's just, like, it was too much. Yeah, there's not much there. When you have yeah. to say that you have to chew on the knuckle to, like, get anything out of this, like, type of food, it was just, like. Yeah, food. just not. My dog likes duck feet a lot. Oh, yeah? Where yeah. do you get where do you get duck they feet? They have, like, the park? dried feet <laughs> at a, like. Like hy and shit, I think. They got it. Well, that dog wash at 14th and Jackson. Oh, okay. You know, I think, yeah. Dog stores, right? right <laughs> He's right. into it. You know? Shadow's got high taste. Yes. Um, what about you? What's what's something in your meat eating days? What was like something that like out of the norm that you were like, mm. like like for me, meat g- gelatinous meat, not bone marrow, but like there's a French dish we we gelée, and it's like it's like ham aspic or whatever, and it's like yeah, on a piece of bread here and there, but then like when you're eating it with a spoon, I was just like, mm, I'm good, you know. Oh, so you mean like ones that I don't like? Yeah, something or something that you would probably never like. You tried it and you were like, yeah, I'm never, never again. Um, I mean, I wasn't very adventurous, so I once was handed an eyeball. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the gelatinous thing. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. But bone marrow, yeah, like on a bread, I can do bone marrow. marrow. But and yeah, that's fine. But for some reason, the gelat like meat flavored jelly stuff just like or an eyeball just what just... kind of eyeball was it a cow i think it was a pig eyeball oh okay and there was one time we obtained a pig head yeah. from um bryce yeah uh at that time mm. um, rest in peace french bulldog yeah french bulldog he just had a pig head he like didn't need and we braised it at home oh yeah and i happens. didn't really like <laughs> eat it i was just like this is kind of you know a novelty but i'm i don't i'm sure it. it's not like good you know, cheeks, I mean, the cheeks? face. Mm. Yeah. No, I meant the eye. Like, <laughs> oh, right. I'm sure it's just not like full flavor. You but know? that's where I'm like, well, I mean, I do kind of the nose to tail thing makes sense. It's like if you're going to eat the animal, eat the freaking animal, mm-hmm. you know, but that's why I don't eat them anymore. Right. Right. No, I know. <laughs> I'm good. I know, man. When I was a kid, when I was in like fifth grade, we had a really cool teacher. And uh, every year, at the end of the year, it was he had it sorted out with the meatpacking plant that he would get a bag of fresh cow eyeballs and he would lead a dissection. Super cool for fifth grade, you know. Um, but I was so into it that I stayed after school to dissect an additional one because I just thought it was so interesting. Took it one step further and bagged them up, put them in, put the pieces in my pocket, and took them home. Put Whoa. them in the freezer. Oh my god! Yeah, and then forgot about a couple of people. Like I had a couple bags, and was like, "Well, I'll freeze this one." I forgot about the other one. Stayed in my pocket for a couple of days. Oh my god. It was not good. It was it smelled so terrible. I that took is... it out of the freezer. My mom was like, "Was this an eyeball?" Oh yeah, I forgot about young that. boy shenanigans. What yeah, the hell? she threw it away. It was a big fight. I'm still <laughs> mad about it. Anyway, I you know I I do think it's funny that. You know, in this world of like, and again, we always talk about food with Rachel, but in this world of like trying new things, you know, the the Andrew Zimmern kind of effect where it's mm-hmm. like, let's like, let's really push the boundaries on stuff. And I 
I think it's fun to try stuff. I'll always try. I'll try anything once. Anything. Absolutely anything. But at the end of the day, folks, some of this stuff, I mean, come on. You know, I'll try. You know, but it's also like you have things that you just like don't like at all. Like, mm-hmm. I hate baked beans, you know, something like so simple like that. But I'll yeah. eat a fucking chicken foot and like not like right. bad an eye. But I like, I don't know. It's weird like that shit too. Or stuff you just don't. Just don't like the flavor. Everybody has that thing. I try not to shame people or you know, oh, get yeah. on my soapbox or whatever. Although people who don't like onions, I'm a little bit distrusting of. That seems like that a that, was, yeah. that seems like a five year old kid thing to me. I'm really sorry yeah. if anyone out there doesn't like onions. Yeah, that's weird. God, I used to have a thing like uh, um, I, I peas for whatever mm, reason. Yeah. It's such a weird, innocuous vegetable. But if if there's steamed peas, like a like a side of steamed peas, like I, it smells mm, and tastes like urine to me. Yeah, that's interesting. I yeah. just recently kind of decided that mushrooms were all right in my book. See, yeah, I was but weird about mushrooms a while. for yeah. a long time, but late tw- mid twenties, I was like, hmm, give them another try. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And even to this day, like I had a portobello burger. Uh, probably mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, I couldn't. I couldn't no, finish it. Those can is, be really rank. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. aren't. Those aren't good. And it yeah. probably like when you go to restaurants, it's not like they specialize in portobello mushroom like burgers. No, it's, it's usually like, like they've been sitting around yeah, for like yeah. ever. They're like, oh, this poor guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Please yeah. don't order this. Yeah. Just look at your server's eyes when you yeah. order something. Right. And, yeah. Right. Unless I'll... it's a vegetarian restaurant, I yeah wouldn't fuck with a portobello burger. No, no. I I don't, I don't know that I've ever had a good one. Yeah, it was not. It was just gamey. Um, it was not good at all. You know, I have uh, family in-laws that are big hunters. And uh, so there's always venison laying around, which I'm not opposed to. But I'm really, I'm like, they're always, you know, deer's a big animal. So there's a lot of meat to go around. So I think I'm right now, I'm going to venture into that world and like really figure out how to do it right it, yeah. and be able to feed it to other people and not have it grow. You know, like, it comes down to just jerky. Cause I mean, exactly. jerky's good, but any other thing else I've had over at Ben's, it's just, it's okay. Yeah. It's edible, but I'm not like dying to like have it again. The best thing. And, and we ate a lot of strange stuff at Ben's house. Cause avid hunter, there was always a lot of uh, fresh game in the fridge. Pickled elk heart. Yeah. You didn't Whoa. mention that. Yeah. I, I can still taste it. As I said that, my tongue did a little thing. Like a like the pickle, the salt, the in vinegar a in a wonderful way. Wow. In a wonderful way. It was it was kinda like like I like liver. Like yeah. calves liver or whatever. I like, I like that taste. I like liver. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Chop um, liver. Chop and um I still like I'm always like, dude, are you ever gonna do that again? He's like, Well, I do have to, you know, shoot an elk. So <laughs> And, and get there's, their heart. There's only one heart <laughs> <laughs> per 600 pound animal or whatever the hell it is. And I'm like, okay, well, if you do, <laughs> I would love to partake in that. You I know? don't know if, yeah, I know you're vegetarian, but maybe in the past, and I don't know about you, but uh, people really grossed out with like the chicken or turkey, like hearts and livers and but gizzards. I like that stuff. Yeah, it's all good. I like I don't it. Have any issue? Yeah, I I don't like the chewy gizzardy thing, but the livers for sure. Uh, I think are really good in a salad, but it's just it, you just taste like iron, like it's yeah. like a really yeah. irony taste. I I like it. Um, all right, well, kind of wrapping up here. I just have one more topic to discuss. Mm. 
Uh, Rachel, you you uh, are involved with Maha, the Omaha Music Festival, pretty directly. Yes, it is my job, my day job. It is your I day job. And what's forty plus hours per week uh, as the part of the staff of Maha Festival? I'm the marketing communications manager. There we go. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And you know, last year. Big success. Last right? year, meaning this past August. This past That's August. That's how we say it, too. We like sure. basically as soon as the event's over, it's last year. Right. You know, kind of. Um, but yeah, 2019 was a big success. We welcomed Lizzo to the stage and had a sold out crowd on Saturday. Um, that was not by accident. We were very, you know, strategic and choosing Lizzo as our headliner. It was the first festival that she ever headlined. Um, and she, that was like as she was like jettisoning into mm-hmm. the fucking stratosphere. Like yes. that was a big deal. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. So I guess, you know, I didn't want to talk about your day job too much because who wants to do that? But <laughs> what I wanted to ask both of you is in a, in a kind of a closeout as a hypothetical situation. Would you ever eat human meat? Would you eat human meat no. on stage? No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, if you were able to book, and I want three bands, oh God. I want an opener, a middle act, Wait, what again? and what? a headliner. Three bands. Okay. They can be from any time and period. Fuck. So if there's a certain area, I love questions like this. <laughs> Open, so, middle, and ender, you said? Yes. Like a headliner? Three yeah. bands. So we're going, you know, whatever order you you see fit. Is this I'll like start. one of those like uh, who would you bring back for one more performance? Thing? Yeah, and it's well, like it can Kurt be Cobain, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, like it could be together. Well, is it, it also do like in her job? Like who's going to bring the biggest crowd, or is it like personal? Music no, this is personal. Or, this okay. is just who you would want. Who we, who you would want? It's your birthday. It's your show. It's it's now. I I because this is my question. I had to think about this. But I also wanted it to be kind of a crowd pleaser, you know? Yeah. So you don't want to be so obscure, mm-hmm. right? Um, so this is what I've got, okay? Okay. My opener to get things going. Fucking, you thought about it. Now. I know. Gotta, like, it's my question. Hair, it's my question. It's my question. <laughs> you guys get to think while I'm talking. So my question, or my excuse me, my lineup is going to be, it's going to be the spits are going to open. Okay. Get things popping with the spits. And you guys both have notebooks. I know. The spits are great. Yeah. Here, do you want a piece no, of paper? I'm good. I'm good. I, every time Let's I see talk those about guys. The, spits. the last time they were here was, oh. you were, I saw you there. Yeah. Was that the last time? It was like 2012. Probably. At the slowdown small room. No, that was not the last time. What? They, oh, that was the last time. They were, they played twice in Omaha in like the same year. Oh, so they were, they did the waiting room show and then later that year they were at the slowdown. It was so strange. And there was a weird rumor going around that they were going to break up after that show at the uh-huh, slowdown. I remember that. Yeah. So I talked to him about it because I buddied up with him, you know, friends of friends, You're whatever. friends. We're pals. We catch up. Um, <laughs> And I said, you know, everybody's kind of bummed out because they think this is your last show or, or your last tour or whatever. Nobody's going to see you again. And he's like, well, that's just my brother being a little bitch. We're going to be back. Blah, 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 blah. Well, they have they not haven't come been back. back. No, I've seen some, you know, West Coast shows or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. What yeah. Is, are they? Are they like plumbers during the day or like what is I think mean? they just I last time I knew they worked at record stores. Oh, yeah. Typical. Which makes sense. Um, they but, would. Yeah, I hope they come back. I mean, I I would love it, but that that would definitely be my opener. And actually, funny story: when they played at Waiting Room, they wanted to hang out, 
So they're like, well, where should we go? And I was like, well, I know where we should go. We should go across town to Olivers. And they're like, well, we don't know where it's at. Hop in and take us there. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm riding in the van with the spits right now and taking them to Olivers. That is a very live moment in my head. Some stupid band. You know what I mean? But I so, I love them. I love them to death. They're so good. It's so good. So that's my opener. Get things going. Number two is a guy that's already been here. He was here last month, and I, it was just not on my radar at all. Greg Ashley, um, dude from Austin, so fantastic. Played in a band, The Mirrors. Super, super good. Kind of kind of psychedelic, but still garage rocky kind of stuff. And then my closer, a band that was supposed to play at the Anchor Inn in like 2008, and it fell through. Devo. Ooh. Mm. Devo, baby. Closing out my birthday party with Devo. It's a good one. The surviving members. I mean, mm-hmm. but uh, that's me. Ooh. Go ahead, guys. Now I got my Shoot. closer. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> fuck. So, I mean, in order, I don't necessarily if I have like an order. You don't have to have an order. Okay. Um, there's this band nobody's probably ever heard of. But I did see them at Sokol Underground years and years ago. And by them, just this one guy, um, kind of like Spitting. Okay. Ever heard of him? Mm-mm. Just really great songwriter. He was on. Sorry, be it... right back while I make my opener also have the word spit. I know. You're going to need to think about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. Um, <laughs> is it Barsuk? Barsuk Records? Like Death Cat for Cuties? Like old label, Rilo Kylie's right. old label. He's on there, um, Ben Gibbard, actually, when he did finally have like a fully produced album, because he's usually just like him and a guitar. Um, ben Gibbard played drums on it, and um, just like really old school, like early 2000s, like emo shit, like kind of like Connor Oberst-esque. But, a thing yeah. that you liked at a point in time quite a lot. But it's still like his shit still holds up, and it's like really powerful, really good shit. Um, it, definitely uh, him for sure. Um, a show that I was so mad because I never even heard of them until after you guys went to the show. But this is like a 2007 uh, concert that you guys went to. But Starlight Desperation, fuck in a that band is so good. Yeah, that's every album. Um, what is it? Violent Sunday or whatever. That one that you guys were. Yeah, the big one. There's only three. Um, but that dude has gone on to do other stuff as well. But that's go, a good one. And Go Kill Mice. That's like, a good one. Yeah. yeah, Go Kill Mice. That's That was the big one. Mm-hmm. The one I liked, I don't know. I think it was after that one. But anyways, that band for sure. And even though there's some weird, like, oh boy, Make America Great Again, like, weird shit going on, The Smiths. Like, I know Morrissey now oh, as a yeah. grown adult like old dude that's just like losing his mind on stage yeah. as like before our eyes. The Smiths would have been fucking yeah. dope to see. Yeah. That's there you go. That like I lo- I mean the cure too in regards of like eighties really happy poppy music that was so fucking sad and talking mm-hmm. about like yeah. It's just like that I fucking love the Smiths. That's good. There All right, go. Rachel, you've had time. What spitting band is opening your show? <laughs> <laughs> well, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here, I, I wanted to say Worried Mothers because uh, 
you know, uh-huh. Worried Mothers has always been one of my favorite Omaha-based bands slash Sioux City-based bands. Yeah, um, mostly Sioux City. But for thank listeners you. who might not be aware, it was a band that Parker played in and maybe playing in again, but we don't need to talk about it. Permanent hiatus. Yeah, yeah. It's great. We didn't I, break I saw you at Brothers. You guys played Brothers? Yeah. That, that's uh, one of the few times. I think I saw you a couple times, but it was yeah. amazing. Thank you. Really something else. Make um, me blush. Yeah, well, that's not... I mean, I did buy the t-shirt from scout yeah. recently when i came across it um, and they didn't know what they had <laughs> they didn't no. God. <laughs> they could have charged 50 the... bucks for that is this a pen no it's a non-profit <laughs> <laughs> was it the uh old people kissing yeah yes yeah. yes yes i remember screen printing those and yeah ben and allen i will allen say design. i feel like it doesn't i'm not uh, as a lot of folks kind of say you know t-shirts look a little boxy on me I need mm. to maybe do a little sewing job to make it more, you know, appealing for Tighten daily wear. Live you know, your life. Something that... Fuck those people. Live your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people know what I'm talking about. Your regular Gildan t-shirts oh, are sure. a little bit, you know, yeah, unflattering. for sure. But uh, it's in my closet, so that's what's important. Anyway, nice. Worried Mother is very, very unforgettable performance, and I think would be a rousing opener to this festival that is going Absolutely. to lead into a full-on Britpop moment Ooh. where we go for a pulp as my Ooh. mid-tier act. Um, because, fuck it. Yeah. Love yeah. yeah. Emily, it, my wife right now, would second that. Your wife right now. Huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> right now. My current wife. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she very, currently would <laughs> very much approve of that selection. Um, yeah. So and who's then, closing your show? Well, this might be a little obvious based on where this is headed, but uh, I really need Oasis to headline. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now let me ask you this: Do the brothers fight? They hate each other. Like it's literally never at, going no, to happen. No, at your show. Oh. I'm asking you. You get to. This is your. This is your birthday party. Well, do they fight or do they get along and then fight at the after party? I don't want them to like. I don't want to have to like refund tickets. Right. Um. Just side note on like comments on Maha's social media pages, like people are asking for Oasis also. No shit. And I'm like, do you know do you that? Know like, <laughs> that's like not gonna happen. But um, well, they keep saying this. That's at Coachella, and that's like not ever gonna happen either. You know, like yeah. people always like. Was anyone aware of a few months ago, Liam Gallagher came out with a pair of shoes. I think they were Adidas with his face on them and they sold out in like two minutes. Sounds about right. Good for him. I mean, sorry, I eat the shit up. I just like it. (laughs) I mean, that's that's incredible. I I saw him making some rounds doing interviews, so maybe that had something to do with it. Have you guys seen the interview with um, like him in a school classroom? No. Oh, Mm -mm. Look it up. Okay. Liam Gallagher talking to little kids. I mean, it's the best thing. They're just like heckling him to the max. It's so Because they don't care. Yeah, they, they're like six and they're like. That's perfect. Who are you? you know? Oasis is great though. Yeah. Fucking I mean, because so, I never got to see them. They were the one band that I never won tickets off the radio for because that was the way that I got to go to concerts. Right. When I was like. 12 yeah because i couldn't afford them actually so i would stay up all night and call in at 3 a.m and win the tickets and i never won my oasis tickets and i'm pissed god damn it and they you know it'll never happen but in this you know fantasy world yes yeah that's good so these are good shows i'm also on like you know this like brit pop kick kind of sees a resurgence every few years so sweet 
Anyway. It kind of made me like I feel like I want to change one of them to the Nerves. The Nerves. Ooh, that's a good that's one. A fucking great band. Well, because that'll never happen either. Yeah. No. But do you see like Paul Collins tours? Yeah. Didn't you see him? Yeah. 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 He's that's the only autograph I've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, it was Paul. at the waiting room, wasn't it? It was at uh, Slow Down, oh. a small stage. Yeah. Twenty people there. I saw him in New York last year. Paul Collins. Yeah. So good. But every nerves, time I, yeah. Every really? time I like mention the nobody knows what I'm talking about, I'm like, this shit would blow your fucking Yeah, mind. I didn't ask him for an autograph. He asked me if I wanted one. And when Paul Collins asks you if you want his autograph, you say yes. Yeah. Same with Phil Collins, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. Phil Collins played in Omaha last month. He did. I saw a lot of that on the Instagram. That would have been fun. <laughs> But you know, was it at a CHI or whatever? Yeah. But after the three songs that you do know, and then it's an hour of like stuff he's working on, uh, maybe not. It Have you ever been to like a show the there? Not Dead Yet tour or something oh, like that. Yeah, which yeah. is like kind of hilarious. Oh. So you got to get into the guy. Like, um, anyway. Well, Rachel, thanks for coming on. Almost uh, two years to the day from uh, the inception of this little show. That we that we do, you guys. As we close this out, you guys got anything to say? I commend both of your shows. I do. I I think they'd be good. I'm a little disappointed you can come up with a spitting band, but next time I don't know if there is yeah, another one. I'm gonna more. sit up straight in the middle of the night and be like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our text chain that yeah. like blows up. Yeah. Sorry about it. Um. Well, check out Rachel's book. Still plugging it. Don't care. Um, it's you, a good one. There's a few restaurants that have closed since the book came out. Obviously, that's going to happen. But the people behind it, you know, that I interviewed for it, are still the history is cemented. mostly alive. And yeah. so um, it's really good. Yeah. All right, Brandy, you got anything, buddy? I don't. Okay. Not really. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for thanks for coming on. And again, uh, if you guys haven't checked out. Uh, the last couple episodes, Brandon and I have been banging them out once again. So go back and when you get done with this one, check out some of those other ones. And uh, also go out and get yourself some good Chinese food, okay? And if you All have right. any yeah, suggestions, leave them in the comments, please. Yeah, yeah leave them in the comments. Please. Rate and review. Love you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs>